Hey everyone, welcome back to the sprint race. The Dutch Grand Prix was this weekend and as expected, the Dutch driver came away from his home race as the winner. Off the back of the Belgian Grand Prix in Spa, I saw a few things online where people were saying, you know, if Max wins from 14th on the grid, then I'm gonna do X. And I thought that was a little bit uh, dangerous because one, this is Max Verstappen. Um, two, that is a Red Bull. And of course he did go on to win in Belgium. For me, outside of there being like a catastrophic engine failure, there was no way that Max was not going to win in Spa at a high speed traditional circuit like that, which is essentially what that Red Bull is designed for. And again, coming into the Dutch weekend, outside of there being a, again, another reliability issue, there was only ever going to be one result. And there we go. We had it. Now, I love that for the last two races, Max has had to work a little bit harder to try and get that win. As I said in Spa, coming from 14th on the grid up to pole, it makes it just that little bit more entertaining for us fans. And even though the Dutchman started on pole for the Dutch Grand Prix, it wasn't necessarily a shoo-in that he was going to win. I mean, we knew that he was going to win, but he had to actually overtake for the win. And before you think, ah, oh, well, you know, he's overtaken Leclerc quite a few times already this season, it wasn't the Ferrari. Surprisingly, the two cars that Verstappen needed to overtake for the win in the Dutch Grand Prix were Mercedes. And this came about, I think, because of quite a clever tyre strategy from the Mercedes team. I think the Mercedes are doing a really good job now at figuring out where they can make a gain on the Ferrari and on the Red Bull. In the case of the Dutch Grand Prix, the Red Bull and the Ferrari both started on the soft tyres. That seemed to be the preferred tyre, and especially you know, getting a good getaway, you want to have the softest tyre. It's a short track. I don't think a lot of the teams really knew that much about the tyre degradation on these new cars, but a lot of the teams were adamant that the best strategy was likely a soft, then a medium, then likely another medium. The hard seemed to be just not even a question. But the Mercedes actually started on the mediums. Now, this obviously meant a, a harder getaway, a slower getaway, but they did pretty well. And that difference in tyres between the Mercedes and the Red Bull and the Ferrari ended up being quite a thorn in the side of Max Verstappen and his team. Partially in thanks to the likes of Fernando Alonso and Lando Norris, the Mercedes were able to see that the hard tyre was operating better than expected. That plus the fact that the mediums that they were on actually went for quite a long time. The medium tyre meant that by the time the Red Bulls and the Ferraris had both pit to get rid of their first soft tyres, the Mercedes were now running in one and two. They knew that the Ferraris and the Red Bulls would have to pit again, and the length of the time on that medium meant that they essentially only had to do a one stop. And when they did, they came out on the hard tyre that was performing much faster than expected. I recall a moment in the race where we knew that Max had to pit again, and we knew that he was going to come out behind the Mercedes on the same tyre, the hard tyre, but he was obviously going to be much faster. And we were kind of gearing towards this showdown where we knew that Max Verstappen was going to have to overtake for the win. I think I remember that moment thinking, you know, 
I still think that Max is going to win this race, but I can't wait for that fight. And then something happened which kind of turned it all on its head and I think robbed us of a really exciting end. And that, of course, was the VSC caused by Yuki Tsunoda. That VSC meant that Verstappen got a free stop. And I think that that really kind of deflated the race for me. I think if that VSC hadn't happened, Verstappen still would have pitted, come out, and probably, in my mind, overtaken both Mercedes for the win. So I don't think outside of a catastrophic failure, there was anything that was going to stop him. But that would have been so much more exciting. And I'm a little bit disappointed that that VSC happened. I think it could have been completely avoided. What I, what we know couldn't have been avoided, which did seem to level the playing field a little bit, was Bottas's failure. This kind of neutralised Verstappen's advantage, but ultimately it gave the Mercedes back their free pit stop that they'd kind of lost. Uh, It did mean that Leclerc had missed out because he ended up pitting in between uh, both the VSC and the full safety car for Bottas's car. But it also meant that Verstappen had chose to pit again. They put him on soft tyres and again, that car at the end of the race, low fuel, softest tyre. It doesn't matter really what the Mercedes chose to do. Max was going to win. But again, I feel like that initial safety car was the kind of deflator of that race. Now, I want to talk about the Mercedes strategy a little bit, because even though George Russell is a very, very smart guy, he made quite a clever call. The strategy for the team, however, I think was a mistake in allowing that to happen. And here's why. It didn't really matter if they had chosen to pit or not pit both of their drivers, as long as they both did it. I think ultimately it was splitting the strategy that caused the problem. You could argue that by not pitting both of the Mercedes drivers, leaving them both out on the medium tyres whilst the cars behind had new softs, meant that they both would have ended up outside of the podium. But it would have given a buffer for Hamilton. That, in my mind, was their best chance at winning the race, not necessarily getting double points, not necessarily both ending up on the podium, but their best chance of a win was leaving both of the Mercedes drivers out on the medium tyres. Track position, despite the fact that Verstappen is you know, coming with that soft tyre, was their best chance of winning. If they had decided to pit both Hamilton and George Russell, then I think that they would have ended up in P2 and P3 with Max winning. But they didn't do that. They chose to stay on the mediums. That to me is Mercedes saying, we are risking it all for a potential chance of one of our drivers getting a win. That is us deciding that we don't live for P2, for P3. That is us throwing everything at that tiny little chance of there being a win. And for that reason, it was a mistake for them to accept George Russell's call for soft tyres. George Russell is a very intelligent driver, and what he said to his mechanic was correct. I cannot warm up these tyres. I will get a poor start. But Mercedes were playing the team game. They just hadn't maybe shared that with George Russell, or maybe he's just so like in the moment that he's just thinking about him and his car and what's immediately going to happen around him. I feel like if Mercedes had gone, no, we need you to stay up there. We need you to protect Lewis. Yes, they would have been sacrificing him. 
I would have expected them to do the same if Hamilton was in P2. Neither driver would be happy about that, but they'd made that call to choose track position because they wanted to go for the win. In the end, they did the worst possible thing, which is that they did neither. They split the strategy. One of their drivers ended up not winning, coming P2. Another one didn't even end up on the podium. So ah, it's tough. But yeah, in hindsight, I, I hope that both Hamilton and George Russell can remember that. I know that they are... In their mind, they're probably like, you know, we've had a bad season. We need to try and get as many points, as many trophies as possible. Uh, and especially especially after a season without a win, they probably think that coming home with as many trophies as possible is a good result. But they want that win. And I think they're going to have to accept that one of them, one of those teammates, is going to have to be sacrificed in order for the other to win, to get that win for the team this year. I I would talk about the Ferrari, but it is still a little bit painful for me. All I can say is nothing really has changed. So I can't, I'm sorry, it's too painful. Uh, but I will talk about Tsunoda and what has happened there because that was really interesting post-race. So as I said, Tsunoda caused a virtual safety car during the race, and the whole incident to me was just bizarre. So Tsunoda came into the pit, came out, ended up on the side of the track, and said, tyre is not fitted correctly. You know, we've seen it before, you know, there's a rush in the pit lane, tyre comes out the blanket, they put it on, it all happens within two, three seconds, driver goes out, and they they normally know quite quickly if something is wrong. That seemed to be the case for Tsunoda, but then he started moving again. And then we got a radio message saying, nope, it's all good. Our data looks like, you know, the wheel is fitted. So he ended up having to come back into the pit lane because he'd loosened his seatbelt. So he drove very, very slowly back to the pits and they spent a good few seconds tightening it all up. Apparently he didn't completely unbuckle it because I think that that is uh, quite a, well, it is a serious offence. There is no joking about it, but I think that would have resulted in you know rep- more rep- more than just reprimands, disqualification, points, etc. And then he went back out after they put another set of tyres on. Now, this is where it gets unusual, because you would think that if a tyre wasn't fitted correctly and you were able to come back into the pits for a replacement set of tyres, that the mechanics, who, again, had more time than usual because of the uh, seatbelt fastening, to put that tyre on correctly, and they did. Tsunoda went back out and parked the car again and said, nope, same issue. Uh, And this second stop by Tsunoda, after coming into the pits again, after having another set of tyres fitted again, was what ultimately caused the virtual safety car, which gave Verstappen a free stop. Now, Tsunoda drives for AlphaTauri, which is the Red Bull sister team. Of course, the internet called foul play. There was lots of conversations online about this being rigged. I don't think that this is suspicious. Well, it is suspicious, but I don't think that it's deliberate. And the reason I think that is because it would be really stupid to do that. 
as I've already said, outside of there being a catastrophic system failure, engine failure, mechanical failure on Max Verstappen's car, there was very, very few circumstances in which he wasn't going to win yesterday. Ultimately, yes, that VSC helped him, but I don't think it made a difference. I think that he was going to win anyway. So why would they even risk it? Why would they risk knowing that their radios are published online, knowing that the FIA is listening? I don't see why they would take that chance and risk investigation. So that's why I don't think it was deliberate, but it doesn't look good. Given the publicity of it, given how many people listen into those radio messages, given the fact that, again, I think Max was going to win anyway, it didn't really matter if they did that. I don't think it was worth the risk for AlphaTauri, so all good. So next up, we go to the Temple of Speed in Monza. And, uh, well, I've just said that I don't think anything outside of a, an engine failure or a failure of sorts is going to stop Max Verstappen. And you know what? Maybe I should just record the next episode right now because I don't think anything uh, untoward is going to happen. Although saying that, I did think that last week and we actually had a really exciting race in Zandvoort. I think it was way better than last year, getting over those kind of new track issues that always seem to happen. And I like it. I really like it on the game as well. Uh, I like it to watch um, on TV. It was actually really entertaining. Even though overtaking was quite difficult, the way that they were, the teams were playing with the strategy, the tyre split strategy, was really exciting. So um, yeah, positive reviews for me from Zanvoort. And next up we have Monza. So as always, until next time, thank you very much for tuning in.